This is Jeff Brown with Storm Chasers. Welcome back to another episode of Storm Chasers Chat. The Seattle Storm have played two games against the Los Angeles Sparks since the last episode. Uh, on Saturday, they lost by a final score of 92-85. to The game was tied after one and again at halftime. This was a really close game um, late into the third quarter. The Sparks then went on a 17-6 to run. Uh, that took place between the end of the third and the beginning of the fourth quarter that doomed the storm. Four out of uh, the Sparks' five starters scored in double figures. Neka Agumake led the way with 27 points and 14 rebounds. As a team, Los Angeles dominated inside the paint as they outscored Seattle 44-20 to in that area. For the storm, Jewel Lloyd did everything she could uh, in this one, she had a game-high 37 points, uh, one point shy of her career high. Ezzy Magbagor nearly had it, her third straight double-double, finishing the game with 14 points and nine rebounds. Uh, and Jade Melbourne became the first Storm rookie to reach double-digit scoring this season with 10 points and five rebounds off the bench. In better news, the Seattle Storm picked up the first win of the season against the Los Angeles Sparks this past Tuesday. They overcame a 21-point deficit in the first half to win the game 66-63. The 21-point deficit was actually the second largest in history that a Seattle Storm team overcame. Jewel Lloyd led the way again with 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists. As he did have a double-double in this game, adding 13 points and 10 rebounds. She also had three assists, three blocks, and two steals. In a lot of ways, this game was won by Seattle's rookie class, though. All four rookies played, and all four contributed in a pretty big way. In total, they scored 22 points off the bench, and Seattle's bench outscored LA's reserves 22-4 in the game. Most notably, top prospect Jordan Horston had her first breakout game. She scored a career-high 14 points, Jordan also had seven rebounds, including two in the final minutes of the game that were critical. Uh, She also had four steals and a block shot. Moving on, in other news, the Storm on Thursday announced that they had waived and released Kyla Charles from the team. Uh, Once I saw this news, I I knew that there was going to be another move coming because they didn't have any reason just to release her, like to save money or anything. They were within it, well within the salary cap. Um, so I knew that if they were releasing a player, it was to add another player, uh, kind of immediate thought was possibly the addition of Gabby Williams. Um, while I've been on the record for, for weeks and months now of saying that I really did not believe Gabby Williams was going to play in the WNBA this season. I do know that there had been reports out that had talked about her ending her, her overseas contract. Uh, Percy Allen reported on that and, that it it basically kind of kept the possibility of Gabby coming back to the storm this season. It, it kept the possibility alive. And so even though I had my doubts, I knew it was a possibility. I've also written recently in one of my articles just how I kind of felt like the storm either needed to start using Dulcie, which they did in this last game, or they they needed to add another post player because after they cut uh, six foot five Teresa Plaisance, um she was the final cut in training camp. Uh, it's really felt like the team has been uh, at least one post player short, and especially when they're not even they weren't even playing Dulcie earlier. You know, it's they basically were playing with two post players only, uh, which has been a reason why they've struggled against teams um, defending teams in the paint. 
I mentioned the possibility of adding former number one overall pick Charlie Collier, who was waived by the Dallas Wings prior to the start of this season. Uh, I know Collier basically hasn't done anything in the WNBA, but I figured, hey, if you know, if you're projected to go number one overall, or she in this case she did go number one overall, obviously there's some talent there, right? It whether she's talented enough to actually make it in the WNBA, it's hard to say because I felt like Dallas really didn't give her much uh, playing time for whatever reason. And so it's it's really kind of hard to say, but I thought, you know, hey, that's, that's a player they could look at, Seattle could look at as a possibility because, I mean, Charlie Collier is six foot five. She has, you know, obviously some attributes that made her the number one overall pick. So thought it was a possibility. Another player I mentioned was uh, Lauren Cox, former third overall pick back in 2020. Um, she was huge uh, in college at Baylor, uh, helping leading them to their uh, national championship back in 2019. She was recently waived by the Connecticut Sun um, probably about two weeks ago. And so I thought, you know, if her medicals and everything cleared and, and looked good, that that would at least be another option uh, that the Storm could look at. As of this podcast, uh, the Storm have not made any official announcement, but there have been reports on Twitter um, that are from trusted sources that say Seattle is signing six foot three power forward Joiner Holmes. Uh, if that holds true, then I was on the right track when I was talking about them looking to add another post player. At the time, I had suggested either Charlie Collier or Lauren Cox. Uh, Joyner Holmes was actually still on the Los Angeles Sparks roster. In fact, she actually played against Seattle on Saturday. And uh, in that game, she actually scored four points and had three rebounds in five minutes. So pretty good production in limited action. For Storm fans, the name is likely very familiar as Seattle actually drafted Joyner Holmes in the second round of the 2020 draft. I remember talking with then-coach Dan Hughes, about uh, what he liked and what he saw out of Joyner. And he really praised her versatility, um, her ability to work down in the low post, but also have good mid-range jumper, good mid-range game, um, being a good rebounder, and just having good basketball skills in general. Holmes did not end up making the final roster that season, but she did sign on with the New York Liberty. And uh, since then, she's played over the past few years with a few different teams. She's played with the Liberty. She's also spent time with the Las Vegas Aces, the Connecticut Sun, and most recently this season, the LA Sparks. I'm I'm not really surprised about this addition because the Storm needed another big body. I, As mentioned, I've already written about it this season. Um, and I think, you know, I think there's obviously some talent there with Joyner because she's been able to stick on some WNBA rosters, uh, you know, over the past few years and in her limited time, she's, she's looked, you know, pretty solid. I, you know, I'm not, I don't think anyone should be expecting, you know, a bona fide all-star or anything, but I definitely think that, uh, if given time and opportunity in Seattle, you know, she might be able to produce for him. So I think it's a good addition. In the last bit of news, uh, the Storm did put out an injury report ahead of Friday's game against the Washington Mystics. And sadly, there's some pretty big news on it. Uh, Jewel Lloyd is listed as out with a foot injury. Uh, obviously, hopefully this is not something serious because uh, Jewel has been carrying the load. She's been having to do 
everything to help the the Seattle team so far this season, um, both as kind of a leader and then obviously as the leading scorer in the entire WNBA, averaging over 25 points a game. Hopefully this injury is not serious. Hopefully it's one that's, you know, just a one or two game thing and she'll she'll be back soon. In the meantime, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the roster, kind of who steps up. Obviously, they're going to need a lot of scoring. That's almost 30 points a game they're going to be without. So uh, some, some players are definitely going to have to step up. I'll leave you guys with uh, this week's interviews. I got to interview two Seattle Storm rookies, Dulce Fankam Menjiadu and Ivana Doikic. We talked about their big comeback win against the Sparks, that whole experience, what they're learning, what they're getting better at, and um, just some kind of fun things. It, it was a really fun interview, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. It's around 11 minutes long. Uh, if you're a subscriber listening to this, as always, thank you so much for your support, and enjoy these interviews. Yeah, so uh, these questions are going to probably a lot of them be for each of you. Uh, but first of all, just what, how did it feel to get that first win the other day? I know obviously just from afar, everyone was so thrilled, but just how, you know, obviously all the hard work you guys are putting in, how did it feel? Uh, for me, uh, personally, I think it was a very important win because, uh, that pushed us, uh, uh, to, you know, and motivated us to even get better and to start from this point out from this win and to, um, focus on uh, just getting better. So I think this was a really, really important win for us. Yeah, and I also think that it was a reward for our collective effort. Everybody gave in and brought something to get that win, and it was really important for us to have it. And um, kind of a two-parter for this one, What like obviously that first quarter did not go the way you guys wanted. I think you were down 18. Um what was said after that first quarter and then what was said uh like in the locker room by the coaches after the game uh, we were just trying to focus to get back uh, into the game because we knew that this is not who we are and we started uh, maybe not in the best way uh but then we believed that we can just uh uh, switch to our uh, mentality and uh, push more and do the things that we do the best. So when we actually start to do uh, the way we wanted, like in defense, uh, to play aggressive and then to run uh, the floor and uh, to play a lot of transition, uh, then we started to play our game and uh, start to be better and lead. Coach Noel, she always said that our margin of error is really small. It is really we, I think we just had to recognize that, and that phone call, it wasn't us. She just had to remind that to everybody that it wasn't us, and we had to lock in together, get back to what we are good at, and we just get from there. And then for the, after the game? I guess it was just a praise to how we got back in and how we actually played the way we should be playing the whole game, like from one to the fourth quarter. It was just uh, encouraging us to keep doing that moving forward. Definitely. And um, defensively, you guys obviously made some really good adjustments. And I thought, like, the rookies, um, I thought you guys brought, like, great energy and hustle. Like, that's what I was writing about a lot. Um, Just kind of talk about going in there and, um, you know, having that mindset to kind of do whatever it takes. Yeah, we need to stay ready. Um, so we are here for that to, you know, give the best uh, that we can whenever we have the chance and just stay focused and 
bring uh, uh, with the things that we do, like uh, defensively aggressiveness, and then offensively, you know, to move the ball, to space more the floor, and then to attack when we have the chance. So I think we should be always ready to do that. And um, just talk about the experience at one point. I think it was late in the third quarter and into the fourth quarter that it was all four rookies on the court with Jewel Lloyd. You know, like, did you guys have, like, a moment where you're kind of looking around and be like, hey, wait, we're all out here, you know? I don't think so. Uh, well, to me, I really didn't feel that. Yeah, I didn't we, even realize that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it after. Like, we are just a team, you know. Whoever is on the court, we... I think we already practiced enough with each other to know that we can play with each other. So it was just easy it was just like... The way we play in practice. Yeah, we were focusing together. Yeah. I don't think we were watching. Yeah, we were just focusing to, you know, do the things like step by step, like defense often, like just going like slowly to, towards the win. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And Dulce, what, what was it like going up against NECA? Oh, man, it was tough. She is <laughs> really physical. Like, I know people say I'm physical, but even her, she, she, it was a great matchup. And I know she's like MVP level, you know, it was a great welcome to the league to me. Yeah, and, and just like you're talking about there, like just having that experience is only just going to make you even better, you know, have, being able to match up against players like that. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, what was the uh, what's the focus um, kind of on in, in practices uh, since since that game? Uh, the focus is that we just continue to do like uh, what we started last game and to uh, improve every day to work uh, even more, like harder, better, and uh, uh, to connect as a group because we are mostly like new, all of us here. Not all of us, but like the, yeah, most of us. Uh, so just trying to find that connection on the court because we can all uh, contribute and give uh, ourselves into that. And that's good. Like as much more as we have in the rotation, it's going to be easier for us that we all can play and we can all do uh, something on the court for this team. And Ivana, um, talk about like as a point guard, I, I know, um, and this isn't like, this is a more of a team question, not just specific to you, but um like, I know right now, as a team, you guys are kind of struggling with assists. I, th- I think you're last in the league. Um, I know you were at least a few days ago. Um, just kind of talk about what are the keys to get, to kind of getting those assist numbers up and kind of helping each other out as a team. I think we just have to be more like uh, uh, to take more decisions when even the assist is coming to us. Like, we need to take that shot or we need to, like, uh, make it more effectively. So I don't think we have such a problem with like assisting because we love to play together. And then, you know, when that person is in the best position, uh, this person should take the shot. So this is how we're going to, you know, I think we can improve in that way too. So that's like kind of a, um, just being confident to go out there and take that. Like if you, if you get, you know, kind of an open look or space uh, to, exactly. to be confident to take that shot. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, and then I know, uh, you guys have Washington mystics coming up. Um, what's kind of been like the scout on them? Um, if, like, I assume you probably started watching film on them. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. 
Okay, yeah, what's like, um, kind of maybe the, obviously I'm not asking to give away game plans per se, but just kind of like keys as far as things that like are within your control, uh, keys to, to having a good game. Keep being physical, play the way we, uh, the way we played the last three quarters last year, keep sharing the ball, not turning the ball over, all the little stuff, and keep being focused on the little stuff. I think uh, we just need to be focused on ourselves always. Like, no matter who is, like, every game is tough. And mm-hmm. as much as, we, of course, like, we prepare for the other team, but as much more we focus on what we can do uh, and then uh, improve our game defensively and offensively, then, like, uh, I think we're going to be tough for every opponent to play against, like, that they play against us. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one's probably, uh, probably my last one for both of you. Um, just... Uh, I'm trying to think of how many weeks it's been, but it's been over a month now, uh, kind of, um, what is the keys or I'm sorry, not what's the keys. What is, what is the growth that you've seen within yourselves, um, from like day one of train camp or day one that you, you know, you got there, um, to today, how much growth have you seen? What are areas of growth you've seen? I would say like we all really improved a lot. Well, if you're asking personally, it would be like catching the ball because everybody know I couldn't catch the ball in the beginning. <laughs> but also like reading the game, trying to be able to play each other on the court. I think it has been a great improvement for myself. But like around the team, I feel like every day we building the chemistry. The chemistry going up day by day. Uh, for me, also like uh, I think I'm growing in this like. It's not long period. Let's say it's more short. Uh, I think I'm uh, growing in different areas and um, mostly to stay focused all the time because I had a couple of moments where I would get like um, not 100% focused. But if you hear like one second, if you're not 100% focused, like it's already gone. You don't have the other chance. So I think I'm just trying to stay all the time uh, ready, like positive and uh, just trying to, you know, even if the, the mistakes happens, like to not get down because like you don't have a uh, uh, possibility to think about the mistake because already the next action is going on. So everything is much faster, um, high level. And so I just try to mentally stay like uh, focused all the time. Yeah, I, Ivana, do you have you watched Ted Lasso? If I watched, sorry. Uh, yeah, Ted Lasso. The show, no. No. <laughs> oh, okay, no, uh, yeah, it's a, a show on Apple TV. Um, but he's he's a coach, and he he talks about just being a goldfish as far as, um, you know, having a like not worrying, not dwelling on mistakes. Like, just if if a mistake happens, just move on from it. Um, so yeah, w- when you were talking about that just there, it's. I, I- yeah, I heard something similar uh, also to this. I read like maybe a couple of days ago. It was like on this high level, it's not uh, anymore that much about the skills because we all know how to play basketball, but it's more about the mentality. So I think that this is like the crucial and uh, to develop like everyday like our mentality. And mm-hmm. this is going to bring us like uh, on the higher level even more. Definitely. Uh, and then Dulce, I just want to get clarity real quick. You were saying... um as far as having a trouble catching the ball, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. No, she was not. When I got here, you were already, you were already there. Yeah, I was already there. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess I was just used to having the ball um, 
straight buses. Now we are having all kind of buses. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies, for your time. Have a good day. Thanks, Chef. Thank you, guys. Thanks.